Welcome to the 34 Welcome to Make Matriarchy Great Again. Welcome back to the 34 Circe Salon. I'm Sean Marlon Newcomb. It's time now for the history of women pirates in China. Let's hear the story of Cheng Yi Sao, perhaps the greatest pirate of all time. Dawn Sam Alden begins the story. But I want to I want to talk a little bit about Cheng Yi Sao. Okay. Because she is considered the most successful pirate in the history of the world. Wow. The uh, greatest, male or female. Male or female. The greatest pirate of all time. So At, let's get her name again. So Cheng Yi Sao. So it's C-H-E-N-G. Then just the letter I. Mm-hmm. Then S-A-O. Wow. Sometimes called Madam Cheng. Madam Cheng. So at her height... She controlled a fleet of over 2,000 ships and had more than 80,000 men, women, and children pirates. It was a family affair under her command. She was a brilliant military tactician, which was part of why she was able to keep such an enormous um, group of, you know, Misfits, outcasts, and uh, and um, fiery, you know, uh, uh, convention flouting people under her command. She started, yeah, she started her life as a as a prostitute in a brothel. Uh-huh. Um, she apparently was quite beautiful as a young woman. And were so enchanted by her, uh, men were so enchanted by her that um, she had very little difficulty getting them to do what she wanted. Um, so at the very beginning, um, there was a pirate, one of the, the pirates that were nearby heard about her and, uh, and essentially sent her men, his men ashore to kidnap her. And to, um, you know, to bring her to him as, as bounty, as, as booty. But um, when presented with her, he found her to be so beautiful and so brave and so wonderful and so smart. And that he, he changed his, uh, his plans from temporary to permanent and married her. Um, so she originally, you know, repulsed his advances, but he basically said, you know, here's my empire. I can return you to prostitution and let you live that life, or you can come and be a pirate with me. And she agreed on the condition that she was an equal partner in the marriage and shared her husband's power. So that was the beginning of her incredible empire. 
where so, did she? It's just she sounds like such an amazing with an amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, she is. But you said she had been a process. Do we know anything about her family lineage? Was she someone that was from, let's say, uh, an, an educated family, then was laid low? Or no, no. She actually, um, f- you know, f- she sort of came from the Chinese countryside somewhere. She had obscure origins. And uh, the first time she, you know, came to... Uh, be written about was, um, you know, when she when she married this pirate, this uh, pirate, and mm-hmm. and started to now. She may be a woman who was able to control her own narrative because of her immense power. Okay. So it's possible that the reason that you know that we don't know her origins is because she doesn't want us to know them yeah yeah she may have deliberately kept her origins in obscurity for any number of reasons not yeah because they were you know uh questionable or uh, you know poorly looked at but that she could have even come from something that was you know esteemed in some way and felt to hide that so it's just we don't know it's interesting i mean we she's don't a know yeah character yeah so you know same thing they they would take down ships. They would raid coastal towns, um, and they she she was a brilliant tac- tactician. So people started to make deals with her. You know, similar. It's the same story. Pirates, you know, have the pirate playbook, and everybody works from it. Uh-huh. So you know, people would uh, pay her protection money to leave them alone. They would also uh, kidnap people and hold them for ransom. Um, And she rose to such power, um, and she was very generous with her crews. So, um, you know, they they were very faithful to her. And uh, by the time she had hit her, sort of hit her, height of power um the government actually had to essentially bribe her into retirement interest wow mm-hmm. yeah that would must have been quite a bribe for someone yeah as successful at what she did as she was indeed indeed now the interesting thing about her is that uh perhaps you know because of her her background in the sex trade, or just because she was a powerful woman, mm-hmm. um, she gave her her troops, her people, her pirates, um, pretty strict laws to govern <laughs> their behavior. Oh, any, okay. yeah, any pirate who disobeyed a command or issued an unauthorized command lost his or her head. Also beheaded were pirates who stole from the common treasury. So if they took more than their share, they were beheaded. And any male pirates who raped female captives were beheaded. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's Uh, using your power for... Yep. The first time a pirate went ashore without permission, his or her ears were split. If caught a second time, the penalty was death. She also, uh, you know, other crimes, uh, she would flog 
flogging the crew was a very common punishment mm-hmm. um, or uh, clapping them in irons all. or throwing them overboard or whatever. With all pirates, I would imagine. Yep. She herself took part in the raids. She was um, good with a dagger and a cutlass. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was uh, superstitious, as many sailors are. She would pray before every attack. And mm-hmm. if there was an omen or a bad sign, um, she would call off a raid. Um, she often... She considered European ships more trouble than they were worth, so she was much more likely to um, to harass Chinese ships, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the reason why the government was so pressured <laughs> to uh, you know to essentially pay her off. To get um, her to stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in uh, 1810, Cheng Yisao and and several of her female pirate captains um, accepted the government's offer of amnesty and negotiated a deal um, for, you know, for essentially for her retirement. And uh, and she did not forget her crew in that she negotiated for their amnesty as well if they wanted to take it. And more than 17,000 of her pirates did so. They were given military jobs, and they got to keep their bounty. That's not... I mean, that's actually amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? I mean, she is so amazing. That's more than what some of our contemporary leaders do in terms of looking out for their... Yeah. uh, their citizens, their voters. It's just, that's a really incredible story. Yeah. Um, and she wasn't the only Chinese pirate. I mean, uh, you know, there were quite a few um, other Chinese pirates. Uh, Lai Choi San also made quite a splash in the early 1900s mm-hmm. um, as a pirate. Thank you for listening to our episode on Cheng Yi Sao and the Women Pirates of China. Up next, a bonus episode on Sadie the Goat and Gallus Mag, two two-fisted women from New York in the 19th century. And there's a little bit of piracy involved in that, too. You'll enjoy it. I'm Sean Marlon Newcomb. Thank you for listening.